Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the perfect indie game podcast, All the Small Games. My, I am, my, I am your perfect host, Andrew Levins, and joining me, perfect co-host, John Valenzuela. Oh, it's just, it's too immaculate in here today, man. It's just amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, so, yes. hey, we're an indie game podcast, and every week we talk about indie games that we've been playing, and baby, I've been playing a whole bunch. Um, I want to talk Ooh. this week about a game in which you play a frog. Um, the game is called Dojeran. I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to talk about it again. Um, I also want to talk about Tales of Iron, in which you play a rat, and another one called um, Benito Days, Benito Days, in which you play a fish. So lots of animals uh, today. And what better game to kick off my discussion than a big update on Zookeeper World? Ooh. Hit us. Well, come on. You can't tease us like that. Give okay. it to us. All right. We're going How's straight the into addiction? it. Straight in. Well, I mean, the addiction is I've, I've, I got a notification. I hit the two, I did the 250th level of Zookeeper World, a game which I uh, have been playing on Apple Arcade. Um, it's an Apple Arcade exclusive. It's a match three puzzle game in which you play a zookeeper who has to match different colored animals. There's 250 puzzles. I finished the 250th puzzle and I got a notification as I did so. Um, that let me know that uh, that's, that's it. You did it. Um, it said, uh, Max stage reached. New puzzle stages coming soon. Until then, finish all requests and collect stars. So, Have you, have you gotten all the stars? God, no. I mean, that said, <laughs> of, of 250, I think I have 30 left to get. Um, okay. But you, you get a star by hitting a certain threshold of, of points um, as you, when you complete the le- yeah. level. Money earned. Man, some of them are so difficult, but whatever. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, I've beaten Zookeeper World as best as I can, and uh, <laughs> now, now it is just yeah. Pick it up, see if I can beat one of the, the get a star or two. 
Um, but the uh, I, I can be a normal human again because it was really uh, fucking my life up. That's that's the fun thing about addictions is when you finish them. Like, don't you love it when you get that message that's like, you beat cocaine. Yeah, yeah you've you've done you've done all the heroin. <laughs> yeah, come back. Stick soon. around and try and get stars. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Like, what a what a 250 levels, man. That's big. Yeah, and like, it's weird. I've I, I thought this would be maybe because it's on Apple Arcade, it isn't kind of taking the world by storm. But barely anyone's talking about it online, or um, there's no like develop. I would love a developer account that will just letting me know what's going to be in future updates, which animals I'm going to be able to buy for my zoo, um, what sure. weird obstacles I'm going to have to overcome within the puzzles. But um, I found it very satisfying and and, and hopelessly addicting. Um, so Zookeeper World done and dusted game of the year, 2021. The last, the last time I checked in, you had gotten up to levels that were including mud. Um, uh, mud, they, did they, th- bees? did they throw any bees, oh, bees, bees, <laughs> bees, <laughs> um, yeah, bees. You have to like get all the bees out of the hive. Um, then there was something else. Oh yeah. Tree stumps. They'll fuck you up. Those wow. tree stumps, okay. and then and then and then conveyor belts. That was the bane of my existence. The hardest levels all have conveyor belts in them. Yeah, conveyor belts. I got up to some of the ones with conveyor belts, and it definitely like you started having to think a couple of moves in advance. Mm-hmm. And like, then, oh, I won't, I won't pop those because the conveyor belt will move some things into like a better position. Exactly. And, yeah, et yeah. Cetera. Yeah. And then they, they but they inevitably throw... I forgot to do that and would screw up. Yeah. Every, in the last every attempt. Oh, damn it. Yeah. 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 And, and they'll give you like some animals will be locked in a cage. So you have to clear the cage first before you can clear the yeah. animal, but then they double lock the cage and then they put a cage over the cage or they put oh, uh, they put one on the bottle, and then you, they put a bandage over the bottle, and then another bandage. So you have to clear something four times before you actually remove it from the from the screen. Yeah, they really are. Uh, they're, they're crafty over there at Zookeeper World. They really are. But yeah, huge. I wonder. I wonder when they're gonna um when they're gonna have the new levels out. Do you think will you will you dive back in again? Yeah. Or do you no. Think I mean, the, the time will the time off soften the addiction well i love that like maybe every month they'll get 50 new levels or something like i hope that's what 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 the plan is um because yeah like churning through 50 zookeeper levels a month is totally doable and fun i just like the idea of the like the developers sitting in a room with a whiteboard and it's got stuff written on it like weird cage the bees question mark (laughs) quicksand (laughs) (laughs) um yeah give the animals weapons (laughs) (laughs) yes 100 percent um, that would be wild, actually, if, like, some of them have guns. Do not activate <laughs> them. Um, yeah, so, so, okay, so you've got Tales of Iron, Dodgeran, uh, Benito, Benito Days. Days. So, yeah, like I said, I, fish, fish, frog, and and rats. I, I am the zookeeper, even, um, even after ma- mastering the game. I have been playing the uh, relatively freshly released fourth episode of The Long Dark, Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'll be getting into that, and I have a bonus surprise game that I will reveal when the time comes, Levens. Okay. So... uh, I'm trying to think if I've got any, like, little updates. I'm I'm very sad to say... Uh, my my Sable play has has come to an absolute stop. Uh, so basically I like say, same as you, I kind of jumped back into it. Um, and was like, I finished the the Ecria kind of, you know, the few quests finished playing hide and seek decided that it was the woman running the merchants guild that did the sabotage, etc. And I was like, right, let's get back out in that desert. Let's keep exploring. 
set my sights on like a little round structure near Ecria. I was like, that's definitely not natural. It's got to be Mad Main. Let's take a look. Turns out it's a well. Did you go down the well? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I was working my way through the well and then had to stop playing because I needed to go help Joe with a feed or something like that. So I'm like, cool. I'm looking forward to coming back to this later. Started my Xbox up, jumped back into the game again. Controls weren't working. I'm like, okay, this sucks. Quit the game, load it up again, can navigate around the main menu, controls working there, load up my save, controls not working. Restart my whole Xbox, run through the whole thing again, controls not working. Plug the control into my Xbox, control not working. I'm thinking like, okay, I'll, I'll try starting a new game and see if that... Like, if the new game has the control issue as well... Da- if, it's that, that, if it's that damn Wells fault. Yeah, if it, like, what, you know, is it is it my save game? Is it the game? What's going on? If I start a new game, it will erase my previous save. Really? And so I'm just like... Like, I, I honestly, I don't, you know, I, I don't have the time these days to go back to the beginning of a game and start completely again. So I'm, and I don't, I couldn't find anywhere to report bugs for it. So I'm kind of just like, right, I guess I'm not playing Sable anymore. Yeah, right. Which is a bummer because I was like, absolutely, like, I've never played a game that I'm trying hard to love it and it's trying hard to stop me from loving it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, that's real, real crazy. It's such a, an annoying experience. I'm like, I'm like Googling now. I looked it up like and a, yeah, patch. I don't know all all the all the like because I was looking like you know, Sable Xbox controller not working, and it's all people playing on PC. Yes, talking about like oh yeah, you need to patch this driver and do this and do that and do the other, and I'm like, nope, none of that works for me, guys. This is uh you know I'm I'm just I don't want to. I don't want to hit up the developer again because last time I hit up a developer with a, a bug, it didn't turn out great for me, and I had to do a public apology on the podcast. I mean, I loved but, it. But <laughs> yeah, um, they, imagine they message me back and they're like, "Nope, that's how it's supposed to go." Yeah, yeah. you finished the game. You oh, went down crap. the well. That's what happens. Yeah. Um, so I think it's one of those things where I'm just going to leave it for like a month and hopefully, hopefully when I come back, they've patched something or done something and things will be working again. That's such a but yeah, thing. Can you access, such... can you play it on your PC? Like we put Game Pass on there and connect your controller? Uh, I, I guess I can try. I don't have Game Pass Plus though. Right. Oh wait, no, I don't, I don't have... Know what that is. What is it? Gold Ultimate or something? Because oh, okay, there's right. like the one, that, the one that does it for your PC as well. Um, I should check when my gold's going to run out now that I think about it. Um, great, a great maybe... sentence to say without the context of knowing you're talking about a, a gaming service. Exactly. Excuse, excuse me while I, um, excuse me while I ruminate out loud on a podcast. But anyway, so bummer about Sable, but you know, I, I, if anything, it frees me up to play other games. Uh, God knows I really want to finish Psychonauts 2 and there are still so many goddamn games to get through before the end of, uh, before the end of the year. Yeah, I've noticed your, uh, your, you know, your ex little getting the notifications about the Xbox being on. I don't know if it's you playing music on it using the Spotify or whatever. Um, yeah, that would be that would be Joe at home. Okay, right. Like I was like, oh, like what music, is he playing? What's he? What's he getting putting, up to? 
putting on music for the baby and stuff like maybe i need another xbox one for each of us <laughs> i have a night um alone tomorrow night while b goes out <gasps> to dinner so i think i'm gonna try and clock sable tomorrow night which is exciling nice hopefully my nice. controller I still mean, works you can you can just stay away from that it. damn well <laughs> <laughs> you can clock Sable at any time. You oh, have the. You, you have know the what kind of clocking I'm talking about. Oh, damn. Yeah. 100% that, that big one, yep. one double O. Um, so uh, pick an animal, John, any animal. Frog. Or so any, any animal, so long as it is a frog, a rat, or a fish. <laughs> a fish. Um, look, you know what? Tails of iron. I'm, I'm curious as hell. So let's do rat. Okay, this is uh, an early impression because I've only played like the first hour and a half of Tales of Iron, uh, a game in which uh, you play the son, the youngest, smallest son of the Rat King, Rattus, King King Rattus, who uh, for for many years uh, you're, you've been locked in in battle with the frogs, and um, many years ago your dad smited the frog king, and. Um, <laughs> Now, uh, as your dad is like old and, and not good at combat, he uh, sits on top of his throne and the frog is back badder and more evil than ever. And um, you have to basically avenge your father and save your, your rat people. Um, it's like a, I guess like an RPG adventure game uh, that was made by Odd Bug Studio and it's been published mm-hmm. by Unite, United Label and CI Games. Um, okay. the, I think these are the same guys that gave us um, another because everyone is talking about this one being, um, you know, similar to like a, a Dark Souls esque kind of game. And these guys also published um, Eldest Souls earlier this year, uh, another game which I need right. to try and get to before the uh, the year is over. Um, so this is a beautifully animated game. It looks like a children's storybook if the children's storybook was like disgustingly gory and depicted many, many gruesome battles between uh, frogs and, 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 and rats. Um, mm. I'm a bit annoyed that they chose frog as the, as the villain when, when toads are clearly the, the more vi- villainous amphibians. Of but, course. That's the end of my gripes in that regard. As far as design and appeal, I think it's a beautiful looking game. Um, now, the combat is very much you are relying. There's like three kinds of attacks that uh, your enemies, uh, who are much you know, kind of who have bigger weapons than you, but as as a, you're a small mount rat, you can kind of dodge between them. There's some some attacks that can only be dodged past. There is one that needs to be parried, um, and then there's uh, one that you just need to stay the hell away from. Um, right. And yeah, I am like, I'm pretty sure it's Zookeeper's fault. My potato brain is not dealing with, uh, I'm not understanding the parrying very well. I love a dodge roll in a game, but I, I can't say I can, have, I can think of that many games where I mastered the parrying and I'm having a I've, lot of trouble with this. I've always sucked at parrying in games. Just the timing fucks me up every time. This one, yeah, like it, it, it flags that that the parryable attack is coming. It's they're quite clear with like, um, like a little like kind of alert will come above the enemy's head before it makes a certain attack. That's really helpful. But the timing of, of the attack itself, you can't just see the the thing and then immediately hit, hit hold hold your shield up and it will yeah. parry. You have to wait for the attack to get near you. And sometimes they like hold a little bit. Then they like it's it's very. I don't know. I, I, I can't get the, the, the timing right, which is a bit frustrating. Um, I am currently on a, like, it's not even like a main boss. It's just a powerful frog enemy with a spear. Um, but 
as you like as you make your way through um, the different parts of town that you, got, you you you're traveling through, you'll find like the corpses of your friends or your your, your or the corpses of your enemies, and you like search their bodies for things that you can use, be they arrows. Which for well, I don't have a bow yet, but I'm collecting lots of arrows. Um, and like you have similar to Hollow Knight, you have like a um a, a Oh, you hold down a button to heal yourself, but in this case, you are drinking bug juice, um, which Ooh. you get from bugs, and uh, that's what gets you uh, gets you health. Um, that seems like something. That seems like more of a frog thing than a rat thing. Yeah, the, I guess the frogs eat, eat, but eat, the rats eat. But I mean, rats eat anything, don't they? Yeah, that's fair. R- rats, let us and rat listeners, let us know. Do you eat anything? Yeah, um, but. <laughs> So you, you you come across a lot of weapons, and um, at the moment I have a pretty like pretty weak sword. I didn't realize that when you come across weapons, there's there's that there's two options. One of them is store, which you just put it like in your inventory, inventory, or there is equip. I missed. I I, I just got a spear, and I and it's, I I just said store, and now I'm going up against a frog that has a big spear, and God, I would love a little bit of extra range to get him down. Um, because I'm not having a great time parrying his attacks, but I can dodge the dodgeable ones. It's just the the, the parrying is getting me every every time. Maybe, maybe like one out of ten attacks I can parry successfully. But I know that if I had this sword, this 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 spear, um, I would be able to, uh, you know, hopefully in theory get past this this boss a bit easier. But you can't just pause and change your weapon, or at least I'm doing it. Okay. Or may, may, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I think you need to find like a weapon box. Um, and then that opens up your inventory and you can load out different weapons. Um, so it's like Bastion with the armory where you need to find yeah. points in the, points in each map to switch your weapons exactly. out. Okay. But I can't find a single point and I really want to, like, you know, I've died to this boss a few times. I want to try it with a different weapon and I have no idea what, what to do to get that weapon, which is very annoying. Mm. Um, Frustrating, but it's beautifully presented. You mentioned Bastion. This game is narrated uh, by a gravelly voiced man, um, and it adds a lot of uh, atmosphere to this game. Uh, there's a lot to love about this game. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to like play this game for like five minutes later today. Get past this frog and be like, next week, be like, oh, it's really, really great. It opened up, and, and I understand the combat now. Or I'll just suck at it forever and have to move on to a different game. Those are the only sure. options. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a side scroller, right? Yeah, like a side-scrolling like ad- adventure game. It's not quite sure. a Metroidvania. You kind of travel between different um, left-to-right platforming areas, um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You the the attacks are mapped to the um, the triggers on triggers. each side, oh, okay, as opposed to the keys. So you 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 block with um with the left one, you parry with the left one, and uh, you attack with the right one. Um, I know right. at some point I'm going to get a bow and arrow and some other attacks like that, so I'm looking forward to the combat to opening, the combat to open up. But I guess I should master the the basics first before I want for more. Yeah, the the little bit I've seen of it, I think it reminds me mechanically of like Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, and a lot of people compare it to that in the uh, in the reviews. You finished that game, right? I did. I mean, that's that's that Thank game's you. very re- reliant on 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 parrying, isn't it? Um, to a certain extent, like I think I dodge rolled most of that stuff. Yeah. Um, God bless the dodge roll. I love a dodge roll. Yeah, thinking about I'm thinking about what my favorite game of the year is. Is it Metroid <laughs> Dread or is it Death Death Door? And I've been thinking about that dodge roll and Death Door, which I think is like one of my favorite dodges in a game ever. Thinking was, about those dodge rolls, those dodging. Um, so yeah, that is um, uh, T- Tales of Iron, um, which I believe is available on everything: uh, PlayStation, PC, Xbox, Switch, everything. Nice. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, I uh, I was very excited to see the news recently that uh, episode four of The Long Dark was uh, was making its way to all platforms that it was on mm-hmm. uh, as a uh, you know as a free update. This is not DLC. If you buy the full game, you get all the episodes that are coming out. I think it's the second last episode. Um, so the long dark, I've talked about the long dark a couple of times on this podcast. I, I still hold the opinion that it's like one of the most underrated games around. Uh, the long dark is essentially a survival simulator. It's first person. Uh, and there is a, there's a kind of a a story mode or there's an end, like an endless mode where you essentially are just dropped in the wilderness and you have to survive. Um, I've just been playing the story mode. It's a very slow kind of measured game it's not like you're not racing you're not sprinting around a map whenever you're outside it is uh you're in a snowy environment so it's just a lot of like trudging along these snowy fields but it is by no means like that that description makes it sound boring as hell it's by no means boring because you are constantly having yeah uh you are constantly having to make these decisions of like I heard a wolf howl. I'm scanning the horizon looking for wolves. Am I following the map correctly? Ooh, if I cut over there, will I shave a bit of time off this journey? Oh shit, I'm about to freeze. Is there somewhere I can set up a fire and kind of restore my warmth for a little bit? And while I'm there, I'll be able to do these tasks, etc., etc., etc. So the fourth episode has much the same gameplay that has been seen in the last couple. I think they've added crouching. Um, as a new mechanic, which they use, you know, there's there's one section of this chapter where you're exploring a mine and there's a lot of, like, crouching through low tunnels. Uh, I th- in terms of adding animals, uh, one of the big ones I've noticed is they now have moose in the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, I, I was in one region of the map and was like, hell yeah, there's a moose over there. I'm going to take that moose down. I better get like some a ton of meat off that thing and maybe something cool as well. And it's probably going to be like a deer. Like those things just run away when they're spooked by you. Nope. <laughs> I shot this thing once. It lowered its head and ran at me. And I was, and next thing I know, I am on the ground and a little cutscene is playing from a first person perspective of a moose just stomping the shit out of me. That's great. And I was like, I was like, whoa, okay, uh, cool. Um, you know, you get attacked by a bear, and it's like you've got lacerations on your hand. The moose was just like, you have broken ribs now, and I'm like, oh, not coming back from that one. <laughs> I, I will admit, I do save scum a fair bit in this game. Of like, oh, I've, there's there's wolves ahead. I'll save my game here, and if I don't navigate through this section perfectly, I'll just reload my game because like. Animal attacks will like not only cause medical issues like cuts and infections and stuff, but it also destroys your gear as well. And right, that can be yeah, really sure. frustrating because it makes it harder to stay warm. Story-wise, the overarching like the 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 overarching story of the game is you play a guy called Mackenzie, who is a bush pilot who was hired by his ex-wife to deliver her to a, a sort of very remote uh, snowy region. Um and while you are in the air, this massive aurora appears in the sky. And basically anything that involves electromagnetics gets fried and you crash your plane. And when you wake up, your wife has disappeared. And all you have is a, a hard case that she was carrying that she was like, I desperately need to get this to a certain, like the destination. You then set off to try find your wife again. Along the way, you run into people um, you, you kind of learn about a little bit about what's happening, but it's still very mysterious. 
That's the first and second chapter. The third chapter, you actually play as your wife. But at the end of the second chapter, Mackenzie is, uh, after making his way through like a, a dam, a switched off hydroelectric dam, he gets captured by uh, an escaped prisoner called Mathis. So episode three starts with Mathis kind of hauling you back to the prison that he escaped from, which he and his fellow inmates are like using as a base of operations. Huh. And you find out that they are... The reason they're in this prison is because Mathis wants to break his son out of solitary. Uh, and everybody that you talk to about his son is like, this guy is a goddamn evil psychopath. You, you, like, you cannot let him get out of solitary, essentially. But the, this, this Mathis guy has the warden held hostage and basically is like, you do what I say or I will kill the warden and his death will be on your head. So you then have to set off into the, you know... The, the first mission you kind of get is he beats the warden to within an inch of his life. You need to go out and find medicine to get the, like to heal the warden essentially. And then it's just, it's, it's this series of like, okay, well now like you need to go to the, the local power plant and work out why the power isn't working and why we can't open the solitary doors. And the whole time you're doing this, there is a, a mysterious woman who is contacting you over the phone and being like, you cannot help these guys achieve their ends. It's not really, like, there's no real choice you're presented throughout. There's never any, like, you can choose to help or you can choose not to help. You're just kind of doing what you're doing to advance the narrative. You can choose I'm, to survive a moose attack or die by a moose attack. Uh, or save scum the moose attack, which <laughs> I did. There was, there was one, I'm not sure if it was a glitch, but there was one funny instance where, like, the moose was hanging around on a lake and there's a little cabin that I'd kind of set up base camp in. And I sort of went to the cabin, had a nap, woke up when it was evening, stepped outside, and suddenly the moose just, like, ran and trampled me. And I was like, where the <laughs> fuck did you come from? What the hell was that? Anyway, I'm now up to the... Like, I've, I've reached the point where it's telling me, like, hey, if there are any side quests that you haven't finished, make sure you finish them now kind of thing. Mm. Um, so I think, like, the good thing is you, you only trigger the next mission by going to a certain door within the prison. So I'm now going to spend a little bit of time just making my way around the map, um, clearing up any loose ends that I have to clear up just because like, like I just find it so much fun to, to, like I said, be moving through this harsh landscape, making these little decisions constantly. Like, even though it's just five minutes of me trudging, like the sight of a cabin in the distance is like, yes, I just got to get over there and there'll be loot in there that might be useful to me and I can warm up and I can eat and I can do this and I can do that. Like, it's it's gameplay that is built on these little moments of triumph that just when combined together feel like it's just this continual good feeling of, hey, I found a better coat than the one I'm wearing in this car that I found stalled along the side of the road. Like, just all these little moments that that combine together to just make it... This, this rolling kind of wave of small triumph. Um, I, like, look, I 1,000% I get that this is not a game for everybody, but if if it sounds like the kind of thing you like, I, I definitely recommend going in on it. Uh, it's like a lot of, a lot of like, ex-Bioware stuff, like, from, like, the development I, to, like, the voice actors and stuff, right? Like I believe so, yeah. So it's developed by a team called Hinterland Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and no info on publishing. It's out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Mac, Switch, Linux, Windows, 
you know, you can get it everywhere. And like I said, it's, it's, you know, the, you get each of these chapters as they come out for free. They even went back like, it was frustrating waiting for a while because I was waiting for chapter three to drop. And they were like, actually, we just went back and completely reworked chapters one and two to <laughs> like smooth out gameplay and stuff. And I was like, mm, thanks. Um, but yeah, there's one more chapter left to go. And I just think, you know, it's, you'll have like, there's probably about 20 hours of gameplay playing through the first four chapters. Awesome. So might as well go in on it. You, you were playing it on Switch? I am playing it on Switch. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, but I believe it is on Game Pass. Oh, if interesting. You are that way, if you are that way inclined. <laughs> it was actually, weirdly enough, like the first time I met uh, Joel and Jackson and Joel from, or who was it? Was, it was, yeah, Zamet, the Thumb Zamet and Jackson, yep. Zamet and Jackson, yeah. The first time I met Zamet and Jackson, I think I'd been listening to a couple of Thumb Cramps eps beforehand. And so I was like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm John. You're this, you're that, yeah. So which one of you is playing The Long Dark? And like that was my kind of icebreaker um, of, of just being like, yeah, what a great game, huh? Et cetera, et cetera. So I have, a, I have a massive soft spot for The Long Dark. I'm a big fan. Awesome. So good. So that's The Long Dark. And now, John, um, after we hear a quick word from Frog our sponsors. Of, oh, of course. We're going we're gonna to play. We're going to play which animal? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Thank you, sponsors. Um, John, frog or fish? Rat again. No, okay. Um, let's, let's go with, let's do fish. Okay, cool. Fish. So we are talking about a little game called Benito Days. Benito Days is a game that's been developed by uh, a two-person uh, studio in the UK, um, which is called a Studio Somewhere. And um, these guys love two things that I also love. Um, that is the game Super Monkey Ball. 
uh, which uh, I originally played uh, the GameCube version on, on my Wii many years ago. Uh, you play a, a monkey in a ball and you move the courses around like a little labyrinth. Um, uh, you're, you're moving the course as opposed to the, your character. Yeah. Um, but there was a, uh, a mode of that game, a party mode, like all these different mini games that you play uh, besides the main campaign of Super Monkey Ball where called Monkey Target. And basically you are rolling your monkey all the way down a big ramp and then it goes off a jump, flies through the air, you open the ball up and then you glide and then land on the target back in ball form. And depending on, you know, you collect things in the sky and you can land on, you know, targets, get the most points. It's like, you know, a, a point chasing thing. Um, it was kind of like a lot of people's favorite thing about monkey ball and it's been a mode that... Sega has just like never really nailed since those initial games. Um, and even the most recently um, released uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which I've been playing, um, the, the monkey target mode is is not not as like not as well made, even though it's like looks really good to be made in the read on the Unity engine. It doesn't feel as good to play. The magic that people a lot a lot of reviews are just saying that like it doesn't feel right, and it's not right. the, the the like you know crowd pleasing party game that it should be. Um, Not so, so Super Monkey Ball. So Benito Day is clearly inspired by by that uh, mode because the, the 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 entire game of Benito Day is is just a take on Monkey Target, um, and they're also fans of one of my favorite genres of music, um, and that is from Japan. Uh, the music that I guess starts in like the seventies and eighties and is still made today, called City Pop, which is a very very uh, upbeat, smooth kind of like take on I guess like yacht rock or like like soft rock from the from the Americas in the 70s and 80s it's like the Japanese version of that and it's like it's there are so many incredible gems in that a massive genre of music um, in Japan and I love like discovering new ones so Benita Days is a beautifully beautifully colored um, uh, take on monkey target and the entire thing is set to city pop this incredible uh, city pop soundtrack to the point where I, I I emailed the devs this morning, um, just because I had like two of the songs from from the soundtrack in my head, and I was just like, please, can you tell me who di- who did this soundtrack? And uh, Adam from Studio Somewhere uh, said that um, um, some majority of the soundtrack came from a Japanese music licensing company called Nash, and the remainder came from uh, the Sport album by artist Louis Zong. So I don't, I don't know any of these things. So that's which is very exciting because now I get to uh, do a whole bunch of research. Um, it's yeah, the, the the songs in it are incredible. Do you remember the first time playing Katamari and just being yes. like and being like, this game is really fun and colorful, and most importantly, the songs are fucking amazing. Uh, yes, I am getting the same vibe every time I start a new level. I get treated to a new song that will be stuck in my head for the next hour. It rules. Um, amazing. Now, how does it feel to play? The first level, the first few levels um, are very simple. You roll, you're rolling your ball. So you are you're a fish in a ball, right? Um, uh, a Benito fish. That's sure. Yeah, yeah. Benito is fish um, in Japan, Japanese. Um, so you're rolling your fish. No, but- a, I think it's a type of fish. Yes, like it's a tuna. Let's. I mean, I know. I know Benito. Quickly. Benito flakes. Benito flakes. Yeah. Um, let's see. Benito means. No, I don't, it, okay. Benito in Spanish means nice. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't want to bring that one up, but hold on. I'm Benito. Yeah, 
Uh, Benitos are a tribe of medium-sized ray-finned predatory fish in the family Scombridae, a family it shares with the mackerel, tuna, and Spanish mackerel. Okay, there we go. Excellent. Yeah. Um, so you play a tuna or a mackerel or a, any of those many delicious fish and you're in a ball and you roll down a ramp and then you fly into the, into the sky and you kind of jump out of, uh, of the ball and you glide as, as the fish, but then you have to make sure you're back inside the ball to land on one of the targets. You're collecting little power-ups or points while you're flying through the sky um, and... Uh, the, the first levels are quite simple and you're going to need them to be simple because understanding the glide mechanism, there is like a one page kind of tutorial they give you, but I was falling into the ocean a whole bunch and not getting any points on my first few goes as I figured out how the mechanics work. They're very tight once I, once I did figure it out. There's a lot you can do while you glide and roll. And the coolest thing about it, and I never saw this in a monkey target game on monkey ball, is that... Yeah, the first few levels are quite basic. You you know, just rolling, and then you're, the areas you're gliding through are, are, are beautiful. But the, you know, it's pretty simple. You just roll, roll down the hill and, and start flying. But as you do more levels, like there's a phenomenal level where you start by rolling through like a, a Japanese town. You're on a rooftop, and you actually don't leave the ball for quite a while because you you basically you there's all these different. different areas that you can explore in in ball form and get power-ups and points before you eventually find a hill to roll down get some air and start gliding um yeah which is really fun like this is that there's you really want to fuck around in each level for for a long time discover all the secrets and 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 work on getting the highest score possible um i think this is like a game that it's pretty cheap. It's like $15 Australian, $10 US um, on the eShop. I'm playing it on Switch. Um, but if you are not sold on the concept of rolling and gliding as like a fun mechanic, then that's all this game is offering to you. But I think it is offering a really, really cool take on this style of like arcade score chasing game. It looks beautiful. And that soundtrack is just one of the best I've ever heard. Um, in Dang. fact, I, I, I've, I've, nev- I've, I've stopped putting songs from the games we talk about over uh, as like the final part of our episode. So maybe I'll bring it sure. back. Just, just that's how much I like the music in this game. Ooh, damn. Okay. Yeah. Big. Yes, yeah, so it's Benito right. Days. Um, I, I think it is on... Um, I don't know what it's on. I'm going to try and find it out. Uh, definitely on Switch. Yeah, it's definitely on Switch. And uh, just anyone else as well. Yeah, I think it's only on Switch at this point. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, definitely check out Benito Days if you are a Monkey Ball fan, if you are a City Pop fan, and if you want something bright and colourful to play with a friend, it has split, split screen multiplayer, um, which uh, is very fun. And, 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 and like uh, Archie, my son, who is seven, is having trouble with it, but still likes everything enough to, that, that like, you know, if he fails and doesn't get much points, he doesn't care because it was fun flying around and being a little bit better every time he tries. Nice. Yes, that's Benito Days. The fish Benito is covered. Um, is it time for my surprise yet, or do I have to talk about a frog first? Buddy, let's go with the surprise. Okay, so unreal. One of the things, and I think I discussed this on a recent ep uh, where I talked about the uh, Steam Next Fest demos I played. Oh, Next yep. Fest demos I played. One of the things I love the most about owning a PC oh, God, here is we go. that you are, you don't own a PC and I get to play games that you are really excited about but have not come to any of the platforms you own yet. So last night, Levens, I decided to uh, splash a bit of money out, about fourteen fifty Australian, Sheesh, and, pl- and, and play Elec Head 
Oh, no way. Sick. So this is a game that uh, was in the Asobu showcase. Yep. No, was it? Yeah. Um, it, it was in an E3. I'm trying to remember everything I can remember before you t- tell a definitive version of what it actually is. You play a robot with a magnetic head and you can take your head off and use solve puzzles by taking your head off and like triggering stuff with the magnets or like bringing things from the top of the screen down to the bottom. I don't know, like fun shit like that. Wait, you're not magnetic. You're like electric. You're ele- yes. elekhead. Electricity, not magnets. Yeah. Magnets are stupid. No. Leave them no in the past. Um, this is, uh, yeah, it's all about electricity. Yeah, so you were right. You, were, you play a little robot um, that anything the robot touches uh, is becomes electrified. Uh, and like you said, you can also... Um, you, you get the ability, essentially, to remove your head from your body, throw it somewhere, and then your body runs around, uh, you know, uh, uh, autonomously from the head, but you have a 10-second timer during which time you need to get your body back to your head or else both of you will explode. Um, so, yeah, I picked it up last night. Uh, straight off the bat, it's not a very long game. I played probably about two hours last night, a little bit this morning, and I'm up to the last stage. There's mm-hmm. st- six stages. So in in that way, it kind of puts me a little bit in mind of like Gata Rabato. Yep. Both both in that it's like a relatively bite sized take on a um, on a on a on a genre. In this instance, puzzle platformer, while Gata Roboto was a Metroidvania, and also in terms of the kind of graphic style, like it's got that very kind of retro three colors. I think you have you know black background, and uh, anything that's electrified is yellow. Anything that's not electrified is blue from memory. Yeah. Um, the beginning of the game seems to suggest that there is a story, which is that the power has gone off around the world. And you are apparently on some, like, I think you're on a kind of quest to essentially restore the power again. Uh, I haven't reached the end of the game, but maybe it's you, you know, you become the thing that is powering everything in the world. There is one great moment in between stages where you, you like, you step onto the floor, which becomes electrified, and there are, like, power line silhouettes next to it. And then in the background, this city gradually becomes electrified and like comes back to life again. Uh, That's very visually cool. Visual coolness aside, this is a puzzle platformer. Puzzle platformers obviously live and die by the puzzles that they make. Yep. My God. Fantastic. Fuck. God damn it. Like, it starts, it's one of those things where it's like, you have a very like it's it's very simple in that you you have a limited series of actions you can run around the screen if you touch something it becomes electrified you can throw your head somewhere and electrify it they absolutely juice these things to their limit in terms of like you look at something like just just I'm explaining this so poorly but it's basically you, that that classic iterative puzzle design of okay we've taught you a mechanic now we've taught you another way that mechanic can be used. Now we've maybe combined the two into a, a new type of puzzle. Now that puzzle, we're throwing another thing on top of it. So mm-hmm. it's you're never thrown into anything that you're like, this is impossible. How do I solve this? You just look at all the stuff you've done before. You experiment a little with the actions that you have. And I'm now up to one that's like, I've, I've only, I'm on level the sixth stage now and I've just hit a puzzle that I'm like, 
I have no idea how to solve this. There have been previous ones that I've said, I have no idea how to solve this. And then five minutes later, I've gone, of course, that's the answer. <laughs> like it, 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 it has ones that are super red herringy. Like, why isn't this solution I'm, that seems obvious working? Oh, it's because I'm getting lost in the weeds here. And it's actually like a ridiculously simple solution that works kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is this is one of those games that I'm like it bums me out that it's only on PC at the moment because God, I want you to play this. I I reckon I want to this play would it even hit more than you want me to play it. <laughs> this would hit your game of the year list, I reckon, if you got to have a run at it. It's it's just so so good, so rewarding. I think the bite-sized element you'd really enjoy as well. Like I'm definitely appreciating the fact of like, hey, I'm almost at the end of this game now. I you know this isn't like some hours 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 long slugfest that i'm trying to work out (laughs) it's relatively short and and gets to the point but just does the puzzles so well and it feels so rewarding when you when you work it out and make it to the other end of the screen essentially there are um there are collectibles scattered throughout like you can find secret areas where you pick up little like I want to say gold. I mean, they're just yellow, but I've my brain has gone, those are gold mm-hmm. because they're collectibles, but little gold like remotes or something. There's 20 to find throughout the game. Um, and, you know, it's funny. In, in the section I'm currently doing, I found a secret area where it challenges you to pick up as many because there's gold remotes, there's normal remotes that are used throughout the game to open like gates that are shutting you off from the next level. It has a little mini game where it's like run around this room and collect as many of these remotes as you can within a time frame. And depending on how many you pick up, it unlocks like there are three gold remotes that you can potentially win based on how well you do. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's an interesting kind of like interesting change up of mechanics to include in this game. Um, you know, not something I've seen thus far. Uh, it definitely has a sense of humor about itself. Like you, I've I've reached parts of the game. Like in the in the later stages, there'll be there'll be signs in the game that when you stand on the platform connected to the sign, it'll bring up uh, like you know a little bit of a little bit of pictorial information. Like that's how they've kind of instructed. Like when I picked up the the head throwing thing, one of those signs is what told me what to do essentially. But in these later levels, I act. There's been a few instances where I've activated a sign and it just has a little picture of a poop. <laughs> and goes like boo, 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 boo. and I'm like oh I've been trolled this is hilarious That's great. thanks poop is awesome thanks thanks developer um, yeah I I just think if if you own a PC definitely give this game a whack it's there's it's a free demo cheap. on his itch yeah, store fr- so you can you, yeah, can, you can see test it out first yeah you can you can give it a try it is developed by Nama Takahashi. Yep. who I think is a solo developer. Uh, and he says on his itch.io, I develop simple and challenging games. And uh, he has nailed the brief with a <laughs> leckhead, in my opinion. Okay, so um, um, some some uh, some uh, light at the end of the tunnel for me uh, is that Shuhei Yoshida, the ex-president of uh, Sony PlayStation, and now is kind of like the head of like PlayStation Indies, uh, he tweeted, sorry, this is PC only for now, but Elekhead is one of my favorite games of the year. Um, highly, highly recommended for action puzzle game fans or any game fans for that matter. I wish I could erase my memory and start playing this game again. So hopefully wow. that means he's going to try and bring it to PlayStation, right? But um, yeah. Damn. Um, and then uh, Greg Rice, who um, 
is the head of PlayStation creators, and um, he used to be of Double, Double Fine. Um, he he's he's like, yes, it's so great. So a bunch of PlayStation people are playing it and talking about it on Twitter. Hopefully, that means they're going to bring it to PlayStation. Fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully it's it makes it before the end of the year. It's it what what was born of a like ha 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 fuck you Levens I get to play this game now <laughs> very swiftly became a ah oh, fuck I really want Levens to play this game. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's Alekhead. Uh, highly recommend for anyone out there who is rocking a Microsoft Windows machine like a myself. How much Levens. do you reckon I could, like, what's the minimum I could spend on a PC so I could play a game like this? Oh, you could get, like, a, I mean, a, a Chromebook would probably play something like this. Uh, although that's not running Windows and I don't know if Steam is on Chromebook. You could, honestly, you could probably pay less than a grand and get a computer that could play this. Okay. It, or buy, uh, sec- buy second hand. Um, or Discord. Any- someone let me know. Email me or Discord. Like, tell me which PC laptop to get. And if, if the price is right, motherfucker, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to play no, this, Levens, this don't, dumb robot. Don't rob me of my ability to play games you want to play but Listeners, can't. we have one more job to do in this world, and that is rob John of the ability to <laughs> be able to play anything that I can. <laughs> um, God, you'll be like... You'll have the infinity gauntlet of, of <laughs> yeah, someone make platforms. Fan, fan art of me as Thanos with all of the <laughs> different consoles yeah. on my wrist. Perfect. Um, so it's frog um, time, bitch. Let's talk about frogs. Yeah. Nice and quick. Dojoran is a uh, a game that is spelled D-O-J-O-R-A-N, and it is a extremely precise platforming game in which you play as a little frog. It's this uh, very sweet and simple uh, black and white pixel art. Um, did you find Celeste challenging? Well, Dojoran will fuck you up even harder. Uh, this oh, is wow. kind of closer to, I guess, like almost like Meat Boy or... Did you play that game, The End is Nigh? Um Maybe is that? Uh, I think so. No, 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 no. I played a different one. I played. It. I'm thinking of a different one, but I know the game you're talking about. Um, so there are, I want to say there's twenty, maybe thirty levels. Um, this was um, published by uh, Rattalaka Games and developed by Nortlander. Um, I don't know anything about Nortlander, but Rattalaka appear on the, on the podcast every now and then when we're like, God damn, these guys put out a lot of games. Um, That's Brazil. Right. What have I played recently? Brazilian studio, Nortlander. Um, ah. Or solo solo oh. game dev studio. Um, so yeah, pretty awesome. So okay, I'm okay. sorry. I'm looking at looking at, and then the, then there's a uh, an artist. They just May Meha Murasaki was the main pixel artist working on this. Um, right. But yeah, they um uh this is a like a, a really like you you could look look at a trailer of this game and you're like you know everything that this game is. Do you like you know extremely tight. Uh, precise platforming you either do or you don't um and if you don't stay the hell away from this game but if you like it this game is cheap it is a very fun distraction and it gets so fucking hard um i'm like maybe level 12 and like the it, it tells you your total death count um as you uh as you progress and i was doing pretty good like maybe averaging like two to three deaths at most in the first 10 levels and then i hit maybe it was Maybe it wasn't even out of ten. Maybe it was like eight, level eight or nine, and um, I, I'm I got over a hundred deaths in that one level alone. Uh, and then like there there are like I'll, I'll get there are checkpoints in each level, um, but like sometimes it will take me like twenty deaths just to get to that one checkpoint, and then um, that'll take me a, a, the half hour that I plan to spend playing Dojoran just doing that one little checkpoint, and then. Uh, 
Archie will be like, hey, can we play something on Switch now? And I'll just have to quit the level. And then I know I have to spend another 20 lives getting back to the point that I was already. Um, lots of fun. Um, but look, I, it's, it's, this is a great game to have on the back burner as one that you can chip away at um, in between Meteor, Meteor games, if you are so inclined. Um, but yeah, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I, I recommended it um, a little while ago. Um, and now that it's gotten harder, um, I'm recommending it a little less just because um, it's, it's pretty fucking punishing. But if you are good at precise platformers, I think there is a lot of fun to be had here. And uh, this is not one that you should uh, let escape your radar. Dojaran. Right. Um, let's find Dojaran. out what it's on. Dojaran. Also, if you're huge into... Uh, all right. Uh, nice. Uh, <laughs> if you if you are heaps into frogs, of course. Yeah. Oh man. Frog. I mean, there should be more frogs in video games, but this is this is sure. a, a, real, a real good one. What was that? What was that one you were playing a while ago? Where you're like a frog with a gun? Carablaster. I love Carablaster. That's one of my favorite games sense. ever. That's by the, the yeah. same guy who did Cave Story. Um, uh-huh. Did you ever play that? Yeah. Yeah. I love that game. Um, that's What's probably my favorite. My, my, that's my favorite uh, uh, frog game. Um, I, I think it's on everything. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely on PlayStation and Steam, and it, <gasps> it was just put on Switch. What's please, wrong? Please, please, goddamn, buy a PC so you can play. Hold on, let me just look it up. Buy a PC so you can play uh, Frog Detective. Yes, I really, really want to play Frog Detective. In fact, you don't even you can play it on Mac. Oh, cool! I'll play that with the kids for sure. They will love it. Okay. I guarantee. Love frogs. Um, yeah. So that is it for our reviews. Um, and uh, well, it, was, it was a very fun fun run of games. Lots of animals um, and some uh, robots. Very cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have an email address and uh, we've got two emails this week. All the small games at gmail.com if you would like to send us an email. Um, one of the emails, the subject is appreciation. The other one... <laughs> The uh, subject is Levens is no expert. John, which one would you prefer me to read? Look, let's start with uh, appreciation. Let's start on a, a on a nice bit. Okay, hi guys. This is from Anders. Uh, I w- just wanted to write you an appreciation email, just so you know, there's someone out here who can't wait for each episode of All the Small Games every week. I'm a stay-at-home father of a seven-month-old in Minnesota. So as you know, life can be monotonous. Some of the few joys I have currently are playing the latest indie games and listening to my favorite podcasts, of which you guys are near the top. I don't have any friends who are obsessed with indie games like me, so I love playing the games you guys are playing and talking about talking at my Bluetooth speaker every week as if you were my real-life friends. Um, my taste in games has things in common with both of you. I share John's love of weird experimental games and roguelikes, and Levens's love of twitchy, challenging pixel art platformers, currently loving Dojaran, thanks to you, and Metroidvanias. Um, so there we go, a bit more uh, Dojaran. Uh, actually, and, and keep, keep, keep frogs on the mind, John. Uh, I have a bit of love for the Australian <laughs> okay. accent as well. Um, my partner is currently watching Offspring for the eighth time in the background. Is that a show, or is she like watching? Yes. Okay, I thought it was like an unrelated. Just, just live concerts. Just watching The Offspring. Fucking, what's your favorite yeah. Offspring song, John? Uh, <laughs> my brain is like the only Offspring song you can remember right now is "Pretty Fly for a White Guy." No, that's Aww. definitely not it. Self esteem is the correct answer. Self esteem is like yes. a, a ten out of ten banger. Um, I reckon my, one of my favorite karaoke songs of all time. Um, so keep it up, guys. Also, if you haven't played it already, I'd recommend Caro Blaster. He says, hey. best played on phone, which is definitely not true. <laughs> 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 uh, 
uh, from the guy who made Cave Story, one of my all-time favorite games, more of Eleven's game to be sure. Absolutely was Eleven's game. Played it on Switch. Switchport fucking rocks. So so good. Um, I remember John, you played it, and you're like, yeah, it's fine. So definitely yeah. more of Eleven's game. <laughs> Um, so that is a lovely email from Anders. Thank you, Anders, for a lovely email. And uh, as I mentioned, the only email we got this week. Thanks for listening to all the small games, everyone. <laughs> no, here we go. Do it. Do it. Jamison sent an email with the subject, Levens is no expert. So obviously I had to stop whatever I was doing and read this email <laughs> the moment I got the notification. Uh, Jamison says, in 1988, Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest was released for the NES. It was a 2D platformer with an open world, towns, people, quests, RPG elements, shops, upgradable weapons, and even a day and night cycle. Since this was three years before the first sequel to Metroid and six years before Super Metroid, I believe Symphony of the Night was a continuation of the groundwork that Capcom built. At any rate, Simon's Quest is often forgotten when people speak of the origin of the genre, which makes old gamers like me wonder about you kids. Levens, roast his ass. Nah, that's fine. Like, I mean, like I think the, the origins of Metroidvania oh, games are shaky at best. But yes, okay. Look, old person. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I know that like, I know that w- w- us little whippersnappers are just out here playing Fortnite and flossing nonstop and that must enrage you while you try to fucking mow your lawn and play video games at the same time <laughs> or whatever it is old people do. But, dude, Capcom didn't make uh, Castlevania. Konami did. And that makes young gamers like me wonder about you old cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Thank you for your email, Jamison. I, I, I could not have more respect for anyone uh, calling, saying that I'm no expert in the fucking <laughs> title of the email. That rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one to get. Um, um, hey, if you want to call me any number of names, you can. All the small games at gmail.com. You can call John names too. Um, the, the, I'd the love it if the there. next email we get is from some Toad Appreciation Society that was like, we heard your latest episode and we'd like you to know that frogs are far worse than toads. Maybe an actual zookeeper could email me Ooh. and let me know, say, hey, congratulations, you got the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Levens is an expert. <laughs> all the small games at gmail.com is our email address. And you know what else? Patreon.com slash all the small games is how you can support us financially. Um, $5 will get you uh, not just the, uh, the knowledge that you are supporting two beautiful gentlemen and their quest to play every single indie game in the world. Um, but uh, what if that was our quest? God. Um, oh God. <laughs> um, but you also get access to a bunch of bonus episodes we've done. Um, some of them are specials on some of our favorite indie games of all time, like Inside or The Stanley Parable. Or other ones, uh, Bastion, VVVVVVVVVVV, and very soon we'll be doing a SteamWorld Dig 2, and shortly after that, a Hollow Knight uh, deep dive, so look forward to those. You can find them and many more things, including our other podcast, All the Other Things, which we'll be recording another episode of, I think, next week, uh, at patreon.com slash all the small games, and we thank, thank everybody for their support, plus you get to join our Discord community, which is a lovely place to hang out. Um, and you get to see me screenshot emails before I read them out on the show, and roast them there too. Yes. So much to love. Um, yes, 
You can also find us at facebook.com slash all the small games and on Twitter we are at all the small game. John is at, at 16 tacos on Twitter and Instagram and I am at levdog, L E V D O W G. And you can find my other podcasts, Hey Fam and Serious Issues at sanspantsradio.com. <sighs> Great wrap up. Excellent. John, this was a pleasure and I hope you have a wonderful Ooh, day. What a wonderful episode and I hope you have. An immaculate day too. Thank you, brother. Uh, and I uh, wish everyone a lovely week and we'll see you next week. I am. I, I should let everyone know that the insane schedule that All the Small Games has been keeping will hopefully return to a more consistent day release. Um, yes. I, I've been... I've suffered through 14 weeks of homeschooling and John had a baby. So, um, <laughs> it's been a, a very, very uh, tough uh, couple of months uh, getting, getting, getting episodes to all my podcasts together. But it also was a, a lovely thing to look forward to each week. But uh, I, have, I have the house to myself um, for, for starting next week because uh, my kids are going back to school. And so, I'll be able to record Mondays again and hopefully upload on Mondays as well. So, look forward Sweet. to that potentially being the day for all the small games. But hey, no promises, man. It's a wild world out there. Yeah. Any moment, fucking Sigma strain could come along. Yeah. And, oh, yeah the Omega strain. Or Levens get, could have two more kids. Or I a could moose, have three more kids. A moose could trample your ribs. These exactly. things happen. Hard, hard to put a podcast together with broken ribs. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Yes, 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 yes. It's Friday night. Let's have a card and be a loose in the